Welcome to Cheers to Pop Culture, where we enjoy ourselves some brew and cheers to our love of the pop culture world and talk about the latest news and happenings around the pop culture world. Cheers. Alright, welcome on in to Cheers to Pop Culture, episode 5. How's it going, Devin? I'm good, JC. It's a little early. It is early. early. I am tired. I don't know what you did, but I golfed. I walked. It was a tough day. It looked like a great day yesterday. It was a great day. It was a bitch to walk it, though. Where'd you play against Saheli? No, no, no. Mount Mount Hood. Oh, it was that bad? You walked it? Yeah, walked it. Uh, This is how bad it was. My My dad said... He's getting a cart next time he plays golf. (laughs) He's going to pay for a cart, so that's how bad it was. Did all right. We both shot all right. It could have been better. I left a few putts short. How how was the course? Nice? Oh, beautiful. It's a nice course. It's a weird course. I I texted Kurt yesterday about it because he asked me how it was. They have two separate courses, but only a grand total of 27 holes. Huh. So, like, each course has a front nine and then it shares a back nine basically yeah yeah it was weird because weird yeah we got on the back nine and especially with like if you bump into another group well and that's what we did was on when we were teeing off on our 10 someone was teeing off on their one same hole <laughs> and we're like uh wow. all right there it was just a two seven we were a four sums so we're like just go go ahead just hit in right. front of us and yeah there, it was a bottleneck the rest of the back nine it was weird uh yeah. but yeah we have a surprise no well, not necessarily a surprise we have a uh co-host with us today my brother mickey how's it going good what's up mickey 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 M- mickey making his triumphant debut on quack or no, no not quack talk <laughs> on quack talks not quack talks. <laughs> he's been on quack talk happy yes, to be already here. debuted there mm-hmm. all right well let's get into it um obviously like devin said it's too early so none of us are drinking beer devin and i are drinking coffee I had my coffee on the way over here. Add a, good. Add a kid, Mickey. Um, let's start with the news of like everything else um, in the pop culture world. Everything's getting delayed. So the new MCU movie timeline uh, it starts with Black Widow, November 6th, right before Devin and mine's birthday. So that'll be a fun little birthday present for us. That got pushed back. When did that? Was that May? It was supposed to release. Should we should we get a cake and go together? We should like party hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what? That's a. Ooh. So is you, your birthday's on a Saturday this year then? Because yeah, if that's a if that's a Friday then yeah. Yeah, they release it on Fridays. Um. So yeah, and then mine's uh Monday. Yay for Monday. me. <laughs> uh, Eternals February twelfth, twenty one. Uh, which that didn't get pushed back too much i think that was just like a month or two uh Uh, the real ones the black widow that got pushed back real real far yeah which is understandable uh shang chi uh may 7th 21 uh dr strange november 5th uh 21 so there's another mcu movie for our birthday Devin. so yeah 21 will be 21 and 22 will be decent years for the mcu and then getting into 22 thor 4 February 18th, 22, Black Panther 2, May 8th, 22, and then Captain Marvel, July 8th, 22, which... 22 is going to be a banger. It is, and supposedly I was reading 
this morning or late yesterday. I don't know. I started drinking way too early yesterday. Uh, Captain <laughs> Captain Marvel 2 is going to um, set up the new Avengers for uh, the MCU. Hmm. Supposedly. Hmm. Rumored. So Right, right. Yeah, so that, that'd be cool. Get the new Avengers team mm-hmm. set up. The picture they showed had Wolverine. They're all... Outside of Captain Marvel, they were all kind of drawn pictures of the, the characters, except for um, Captain Marvel. They had the actual actress. Uh, mm. But yeah, I don't know. That'd be cool if they had Wolverine. Oh, man, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. So is Black Widow going to be the first movie in this Phase 4 that they're doing? No, that was... Uh, oh, no, was Far from home. Far from home was phase three. Okay, that's right. That was, that was the, that was so the yeah, I think so, yeah. Black Widow's phase four. Widow yeah. was technically the first, but it's like we've talked about previously. It takes place after. Civil it's a prequel, War. so not yeah. really. Yeah. Hmm. So technically, Eternals will probably be the actual going forward. But then, even with them, like, yeah. you can go back in time with them. So maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if they're gonna even pick up right where the timeline left off. It yeah. might even be a prequel in, into where yeah. they're at now. Yeah. To be honest, I could see Shang-Chi being, like, mm-hmm. back in Phase 3, like, timeline-wise. And I could see, technically, Doctor Strange 2 would be the first, like... Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Mo- first movie post-Endgame. Uh, or, you know, post-Endgame and Far From Home. Do you think they're going to do a kind of a through-line again, like they did with Thanos? Something leading up to something with this new? Or I, do you think they're... Gonna... I would. I would, I would, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're going to find out a lot, I think, in that 22 year of what direction they're going to go. Because those are like their big, big Mm -hmm. boy characters that they're going to do. Yeah, like if if I was running Disney, I would have, um, now that you own him, I would have, um, god damn it, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, The next big bad for Marvel. Uh, He was in half-ass in um uh silver rise of the Sil- silver surfer apocalypse no that galactus no. yes galactus there we go galactus um galactus. I, I would have him be the next thanos where he's the over you know over arcing bad guy and you show him in like maybe a few post-credit scenes like they did with thanos but then you have like a doctor doom which is the loki of the next phase where he's in multiple movies and is hmm. a biggish bad guy, but is not the, you know, Loki's not on the level of Thanos. Yeah. You know, Loki was just kind of, you know, the bad guy in Thor and then the bad guy in the first Avengers. Yeah, I like the through lines, but do you guys think that it's too much to just try to top Thanos and the whole universe being destroyed? It, Can it, you top it, like that? Like, keep getting it, bigger and bigger? It, yeah, yeah, I think that's a dangerous game to be playing, uh, too. I, but I wouldn't... I wouldn't um, like try to make Galactus bigger than or... yeah Thanos. I would just do the same just a formula. big threat. Just yeah, just the, yeah, pop it, yeah, the know? big formula, and then a in... bunch of small threats that lead up to the eventual universal threat. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Galactus is a universal threat like Thanos. Yes. It's just a different kind of threat. He doesn't have the Infinity Gauntlet, hmm. but he can destroy worlds. So yeah, I would I would do something similar to what they've already done and just yeah i mean have like i said if i was running disney i would introduce uh dr doom in black panther 2 and have him be like 
Oh, like how how Scarecrow was the bad guy in Batman Begins. He was like the second bad guy. Hmm. Ra's al Ghul was the main bad yeah, in that. Yeah. And I would have yeah. him be like the second bad guy in Black Panther 2 and then have him have a, a different, like a more Black Panthery villain as the main bad guy. And you introduce him that way because Doctor Doom's a genius and he could t- be doing something with the vibranium. Uh, yeah, and, I, I want to see some Doctor Doom. Yeah, like, a good version of it. Yeah, w- some with the with the Wakanda technology trying to steal something, you know, kind of being like a a better version of Claw. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh so yeah, and then the last one um Jul- Spider-Man 3 July 16th 21 for now. We'll see the uh pre-production got post uh, postponed. Last I heard, uh, you're gonna have to let me know. Is I'm not up to date on it. Are they, is he back in the MCU? I yes. know they're having some troubles mm-hmm. uh, working things out. He's back for a two movie deal, which obviously one of the two is Spider Man Three. Um, the running title now is Stay Home, obviously because mm-hmm. you have to have home in the title supposedly for a Spider Man movie, and the Rona's going on, so stay home. Uh, and then probably like the next Avengers movie. Okay. And then, as of this moment, that's all he's scheduled for. Um, Sony and Disney needs need to play nice and keep that going for more pictures. But we'll see. We'll see if uh, Sony wants to play ball. It's kind of yeah. Uh, it's kind of up to them. Um, Good old Sony. Yeah, fuck, they're just the worst. Hey, they have a huge <laughs> character. It's, I don't think it's totally out of their league to be asking for more money, especially if uh, it's beloved as Spider Man, and it, he's they're being he's being put to the front lines it, of this it, big it, MCU. It, it is, but you just look at Sony's track record with the character. It's mm-hmm. not great. There's more. No, there's more shitty that. movies than good movies, and their best Spider Man movie is not even a live action Spider Man movie. It's a cartoon. Spider-Man 3 is live-action. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> into, the, <laughs> into the Spider-Verse is their best one, and like that's what pissed me off. about. I wanted that movie to fail just because I didn't want Sony to think... Animated. Of, yeah, well, yeah. no, no, not, not that it was animated. I just didn't want them to think that, oh, we got this now. We made a good Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. you know, after the events of uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, and then they had... I think they it went Venom, which was... A, great success for them and then they top that with uh into the spider verse and it's like fuck all right now they think they're they got you know the ship righted and they'll be you know able to make a good spider-man movie it's like no like i i don't believe that you just need to leave it in the hands of disney and just reap all the rewards and have almost no say in what <coughs> they're doing with ride the coattails yeah, is what you're saying yeah just 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 cash the checks just sit back and cash the checks because yeah. those checks are bigger than when you go out and make your own Spider-Man movie because those usually suck. Mm-hmm. So, um, moving on to, so after all, like we had just we just talked about all those movies getting uh, new official release dates, New Mutants did not get an official release date yet again. Uh, it's just time for Disney to bite the bullet and put it on Disney+. Plus. Like, you didn't spend a dime on this movie. Fox did. You acquired Fox. Just put it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I just, I, I don't, I just, it's been almost four years since this movie's been made. Is this a shot movie? Yeah. Shot and done? Yeah. This is the New Mutants. This I'm, is, I'm not familiar with New Mutants. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. version of the X-Men? 
kind of. Young guys? Yeah, it kind of. Sort it's, of. It's a darker, sort of. Sort scarier of. X-Men movie with no X-Men that you've ever met hmm. before. Um, and so what irritates me about this, it looked really good when they, when I saw the initial trailer, like I said, three plus years ago. It looked interesting. It was a different take on Mutants. And yeah. then it got delayed and they, they did reshoots, a couple different reshoots. And then the Disney Fox thing happened and it got pushed back again. And then it kind of seemed like it was never going to see the light of day because Disney just didn't want to put it out. Because they're like, it's, we don't want to confuse our fan base now that we own it, but it's not in the MCU. Uh, but then finally Kevin Feige's like, no, we, we kind of retweaked the movie and um, he actually likes it. And they had a release date for it and it was supposed to come out, I think, in early May, late April. And it got postponed due to the Rona. And uh, now it just doesn't have a release date. So, yeah, just now that yeah, you... Yeah, now they hold it completely. Yeah, and now that you have a platform, just put it on Disney Plus or Hulu. Because it is a Maybe darker, that's what they're doing. It, well, hopefully that's what they're doing. They, they haven't said yeah. anything on it. They've just been quiet. Um, Do you but, think... I mean, because, like, I want to see it. It has the girl from uh, uh, Game of Thrones yeah, in it yeah. as one of the main characters. Yeah, the little one. Daisy uh, Williams, yeah. Yes. Do you think, I mean, the mass public would understand that Marvel releasing a movie that isn't part of their MCU would get confusing for them? Is that, uh, is that it's so, so dumb fans, yes. Because you go to any, you go to Daredevil, you go to any of the X-Men movie, it says Marvel on there. Mm -hmm. yeah. at, the, at the beginning, before the movie, it shows the Marvel logo because it's a Marvel property, but it's not a MCU property. It's a different Marvel logo. It's not the pages flipping and um you know they show like the M mcu scenes throughout it it's a, just a, yeah. it just says you know the red and white marvel logo they don't have like i'm surprised they don't have another like cut clip like that yeah where it specifies that it's mcu or not yeah mm -hmm. but i'm it's really like, surprised yeah but it's like you know i'm not worried about the dumb fans the dumb fans are just going to yeah. watch the movie well i mean it, it could also hurt their brand though did they did marvel produce it or no. was it made before so i mean you're, you it's got a movie that may be not up to quality of Marvel as well as not even in their MCU, is it even worth putting out? Because well, not only do you, make... you risk hurting your fans, it has nothing to do with what you're doing. Well, as of right now, you're making no money off of it. So that's why maybe not put it on Disney+, Plus. because on Disney+, Plus, as we all know, they have that separate Marvel mm -hmm. you know, button you can click on, and it puts you to all of Disney's marvel properties so you put it on a hulu since it is technically a fox movie and it's a darker movie than your typical mcu disney movies put it on hulu because yeah, disney right. owns hulu put it on hulu and it just here you go here's you yeah, know i could see it from the other end though yeah. too it's i mean there i don't think marvel's hurting for money no. by putting it out i mean yeah i just think it's a bigger risk to be putting out a movie that's just not as good, not on the level as, of Marvel, as well as maybe confusing people. Well, I, I would think it might be a good I idea. Just, just to, I just don't throw get... aside. We don't need the money. It, it could do more harm than good. Oh, I just, I, I would disagree with that, but I just don't get why spend millions upon... It, this movie probably cost $100 million to make, and you're just going to throw it in the vault and... But you said Marvel didn't make it. It's not their money. No, yeah, no, but it's so, I mean... Fox spent uh you know a hundred plus thousand dollars to make this movie and it's just not going to see the light of day i don't i don't agree with that like you make a movie just put it out there put it on hulu you know it, it, and just drop it on hulu the dumb fans are the dumb fans and yeah. if, if they 
if this ruins the MCU for them, even though it has zero ties to the MCU, then mm-hmm. I, if I was Bob Iger, I'd be like, huh, see ya. I don't need your $10 a year. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, uh, Disney's, it, this isn't going to bankrupt Disney. So no. it's, you know, yeah, it's, it, it, since it's, a, it's probably not going to be a great movie. We, hands down. Like, it looks interesting to me. I like the direction that they, that Fox took with this, but, you know, if the, if it's going to cost them a couple fans that are just dumb, eh, get out of here. We, we, Disney I, doesn't need you. You don't, if you, if this movie ruins the MCU for you, you don't deserve the MCU, in my opinion. So who cares? <laughs> well, it might all come down to timing, too. After Endgame, Spider-Man, I mean, I'm a huge Marvel fan, but I'm kind of marveled out after all that. At, at this time, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch more Marvel movies, but I needed a break. Yeah. And what i mean everything marvel's put out movie wise i think is great a quality but i even me i'm kind of wavering like well is that going to drop off now they got all their big names done all the iron man movies out all the thor well not all the thors but all the captain america movies are they going to start wavering on the quality now i mean they can't do this forever now might not be the best time to start putting out your c game your b game uh, out on the floor and i don't know with all maybe, the eyeballs, yeah, yeah I maybe, maybe wait like until that. they they prove, hey, we're still going, guys. We're there. Maybe Phase Four might be twenty movies in, but we're still pushing out the quality. Maybe it might not be the greatest but time the, to start putting out. Well, I mean, I mean, just one. just off of the the rundown I just gave you on movies coming up, Black Widow's going to be a good movie. Black Widow, but good. it's like you said, it's one of their A list mm-hmm. actors. Eternals is interesting. It it's it's. The Eternals is going to be the new Guardians of. I keep getting a feeling that yeah. that movie is going to be way big. Yeah, it's going to be big, but it's it's who the fuck knows no about yeah. the Eternals? Just like when Guardians, right. when I first saw that the next the next Marvel movie is Guardians, I'm like, who the fuck are the Guardians of the Galaxy? And it's one of the greatest yeah, they, MCU they movies ever. Yeah, and so that's where Eternals. I have a feeling the Eternals is going to be the next Guardians for this next phase, where it's like. Who the fuck are the Eternals? And you're like, oh my god, what a great movie. Yeah, they could like, do stuff, yeah. but even when I was looking at the lineup, the reason I was kind of wavering, like, well, are they still going to be as A-quality? I mean, I don't know Eternals. I yeah. don't know the New Mutants. Yeah. I don't know who Shang-Chi is, some yeah. street karate guy. Like, I mean, are they really dipping yeah. into, like, the lower characters? But I mean, I mean, I mean, I trust them as a Guardians. Like, they can make a good movie, even though we don't know who they are. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a lot of lineup there that, well, like, kind well, of maybe... It's two movies. Are they scraping the bottom of the bucket? Thor Thor 4 is going to be... Yeah, they're still mixing in fantastic. their characters. You know? Doctor Strange 2 with uh, Sam Raimi. It's going to be a darker, scarier movie. It's going to have uh, Scarlet Witch in it. Uh, that'll be good. Black Panther 2 is going to be phenomenal. Captain Marvel mm-hmm. 2 will be great. Uh, you know, even if they don't set up the new Avengers in Captain Marvel 2, I still have all the faith in the world that Captain Marvel 2 will be great. Spider-Man 3 will be fantastic. Mm-hmm. We'll start getting, so, we'll getting Guardians of the Galaxy at some point. 3. Yeah, that'll be... 3 won't be till probably 23 at the earliest. Maybe even 24. Uh, just because James Gunn, the director, said he's not even going to start anywhere near pre-production until after... Um, his The Suicide Squad gets in the theaters. So, and God knows when that's going to be now because of the rest. <laughs> so, all right. Well, moving on to Patty Jenkins. She finally came out saying why she turned down um, directing Thor 2. 
and it's all because of the script. Thank God. I mean, yeah. She's a, I, I love Patty Jenkins as a director, and this just made me love her even more because she finally came out and said, like, you know, as kind of Devin and, and I and Cornhole talked about on Quack Talks um, this past week with, you know, racism in the NFL draft, there's sexism in Hollywood for directors left and right. Like, women, oh, yeah. women just don't get ample opportunities uh, to direct big budget movies. And so she just flat out said, like, this may be my one shot at a big budget movie. And it's a garbage script. So they're just going to blame that on me. Like, when it comes out, they're going to be like, oh, well, I guess women just can't direct the MCU, you know? And so when it has nothing to do with her, it's a horrible script. It's one of the worst MCU movies ever. And so, yeah, so she's like, no, fuck you, I'll wait. And she ends up getting Wonder Woman. And that was a fantastic movie. And Wonder Woman 2 looks like it's going to be a fantastic movie. So she knows what she's Mm -hmm. doing. So I am extremely proud of her for biting the bullocks. I don't think I could. If I was in her shoes, I'm like, ugh, that's... Man, that'd be tough. Could you imagine looking at that check? Yeah, Looking at that opportunity? That's That's some I can kick back and relax for the next handful of years and wait for the next perfect kind of low budget middle of the road movie and not having to worry about paying you know my mortgage well i mean how much does it come down to the effect the director has though i know marvel probably has some control it it, it has nothing but it going back to new mutants and dumb fans you know it's, it's just like what we talked about on quack talks with dumb sports fans people you know us three we know that a a director can make a movie better but there's only so much wiggle room it's the script it's yeah. the it's the script but, i mean yeah. there, in my opinion why thor didn't work is because <laughs> kind of his personality in the first two movies it's kind of dry it wasn't until yeah. what taiki watiti came and, around yeah, three and, and that's the script but was that taika watiti that made that change i mean the director has power could he, she they, have made a change i mean eh, you not, can't just blame with, everything not, on not just with, well i don't like the script can you yeah I mean, she could have changed can. it she could have no. enhanced it you, you could a little bit you could do subtle tweakings but I mean, not Thor a lot. Was a big change, a big, big personality it was, change. But Tyga kind of, or Tyga has that cachet to where he kind of can, he, even he's though a he's a new name. He, though, he is a new name, like, but he like was Patty? like an up and coming, like he's the prodigal son. You know, yeah, a lot mean, of buzz but, around yeah, him. Which Patty, Patty, didn't Patty Jenkins. I mean, they yeah. considered her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she but, had to be up and coming. They wouldn't just throw some random person that has no talent into a Marvel. Yeah, and you can tweak it a little bit, and but. I mean, uh, for I, mean, I don't falter for passing up Thor two. That, yeah. That's a good reason, if anything. That's the main reason I think yeah. the Thor two was bad as a script. But yeah, I and mean, so and that's. But I mean, that's it's it's the old you know lipstick on a pig. Like she can only do so much. Mm-hmm. Like if she took it and she tweaked a few things here and there, eh, is it the? It'll probably end up being the second worst. Yeah, Marvel I mean, movie ever. It's all or nothing. Lost. It could have been a Taiki Watiti situation where you revive the character. You're well known now. It's huge. Or, like you said, like it could have been bad. and She could have been ruined. So yeah. yeah, I guess it's a risk. All right, uh, moving on, Devin. You could take a break now. Uh, yep. The <laughs> The Walking Dead season ten finale should have aired uh, this past Sunday, a little bit less than a week ago. Uh, it got pushed back till later in the year due to the Rona. Good news is, uh, I forget, someone came out, um, I think it was Scott M. Pimple, came out saying that it's close. The episode is close to being completed, uh, which 
it when they first postponed it saying it's post-production issues it spoiled the uh the episode for me because i know what you would have to do in the season 10 finale that would be so um tie or you know heavy on post-production because it's something that happens in the comics uh so that kind of irritated me um having that spoiled for me uh but with that it messed up 40 straight sundays of walking dead content the the rona screwed up for only get 39 now no no because it's it's done for a while so Uh, it it, here's here's how it would have gone season 10 would have wrapped this past sunday that Sunday after it would have been episode one of The Walking Dead World Beyond, which would have been, I think they said it was 10 episodes. So they would have done all 10 episodes, which would have concluded and started Fear, season six, episode one. You would have done the first half. So eight, yep, eight episodes of Fear. That would have led up to season 11 premiere of The Walking Dead. Which you would have gotten eight episodes of that. After the mid-season finale, that leads into Fear back half. You get all of Fear, or the rest of Fear, which leads into the back half of season 11 of The Walking Dead. So are they just not done with Fear? and Fear is in the middle of shooting. So that's got postponed. So we don't know whenever we'll get Fear. We did get a short trailer for season six. Um and then, but I think that's why they postponed the world beyond is because it'll be tying in because fear kind of already ties into the world beyond from this past season. No spoilers for Mickey, Devin, you're not going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I think that's why they just flat out. Cause I mean, season one of world beyond is already done. It's a hundred percent complete. So they easily could be playing it right now. Yeah. But they don't want to because they don't know when they're able to show the first half of Fear. So, because I, I think there's going to be a lot of tie-ins in there. Gotcha. So that's that's why. Uh, and then a little bit, a little bit more Walking Dead news. The biggest fake news I have ever seen in my entire life. Yesterday, a Daryl Dixon spinoff movie. Ooh. Not going to happen. 0.0% chance this happens. It's This is why I think it's fake news. I agree. It's not going to happen, though. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> you you, you want to hear why I... Yeah, he's only dead. He's, he's not dead. dead. We'll he's not dead. Because uh, it said it would the movie would take place in Daryl's search for Rick. He's not looking for that, uh, Exactly. That doesn't make any well, sense. Well, I mean, that could be a spoiler for the <laughs> final episode. No. No. I just I don't think that's going to happen because that means it would kind of take him away from the show and that's your bread and butter right now. You have no one left besides Daryl Dixon. Away, though. We're taking everyone away We took away Rick from Michelle and John. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I, I think Rick wanted to leave. That we're going to lose. Norman doesn't want to leave. So I mean, if it's a movie in the, in no. the deal, then he might want to leave. No, I, I would rather have five more seasons of Paychecks compared to one movie Paycheck. One, I don't know. One, one at-home movie. It's not a movie theater movie. It's an AMC movie, so it would just be on TV. So That's double fake news. Yeah, we can always come back after. A season. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't believe that. Uh, I just saw that yesterday. Would you want it? I would. Yeah. Aside? I I would want a, a Norman Reedus movie. I don't want or a Daryl Dixon movie. I don't want a Daryl Dixon movie in search of Rick Grimes because you already have Michonne doing that. 
So now you're going to have your two last big characters off the show searching for a guy we don't know where he is in the past six, seven years. You can all do a like an MCU <laughs> thing where Daryl Dixon solo movie, Michonne solo, yeah. Rick, and then they meet up. The, and then they're and the, the Avengers. Yeah, and Avengers <laughs> all together. No. I'm not. Walking not, Dead not, Cinematic not, Universe. Not down with that. Uh, all right. Now, Devin's boy got into a little bit of hot water. Uh, oh my my boy, <laughs> yeah. that's what we're calling it. Yeah, that yep. Ezra Miller, uh, actor known for playing uh, the Flash in the DCEU and whoever in those Harry Potter spinoffs. Devin, you would probably know more than I would. Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, but do, do you, have you ever seen those movies? Yeah. Oh, what do you know? What character he plays? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but he, it's it's. Yeah, he's a big part of those uh, that movie. So okay, yeah, so I've never even seen any of them. I just know that he was in it. Uh, he got caught on video in. Uh, Did we say who it was? Ezra Miller. Yeah, Ezra Miller. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I, I want to say it's either Iceland or. It was uh, Re- in Reykjavik, Iceland. Yeah. There we go. That's what. I, for yeah, for some reason I didn't write it down, but I had a feeling it was Iceland. Um, got caught on camera choking um a young woman uh the video was slightly disturbing but i don't like where it cut on and cut off um me neither yeah so it's kind of eh, i mean yeah obviously he's he has he physically has his hands around her throat so we're not justifying that in any means but it kind of seems a little bit more playful and then like it was kind of like one of those gotcha things where they're like hey let's pretend if if i was the woman it kind of i feels like she was being playful and then the video cut in at a specific time ended at a specific time to make it look worse than it actually was because this isn't really ezra's it's not his mo it's not what he he's he's a nice guy yeah i watched and it was kind of weird like he grabs her right mm-hmm. and you see her smirking and smiling yeah then he pushes her up against the thing and then he like takes her down but if you watch he tries to like catch her yeah it's a very, on the it's way a very down, gentle or, like lay her down easy yeah like if, it, if this was an actual domestic dispute like if this was a hundred percent like he was just drunk and wanting to beat this woman he did a horrible job of doing that like we could jo- <laughs> kind of joke about that but it's like uh, I mean it's yeah. it's true though. Like, like you're gonna deck a woman though. I mean just take her down to the ground. Yeah, but I mean it was very it was almost a loving like caress and drop down to the yeah, little floor. Like, holding her like yeah. behind her back as he's like putting her down. Yeah, like her, if, you know? if it was really an act of rage, like that woman would have been thrown to the ground. Like it, it's a sad state of affair that we've I'm sure we've all seen domestic violence on video oh, like God, it doesn't it, do, it doesn't it doesn't times. look like that it's much more violent so you know until i mean and nobody's cut him he's in is ezra said anything about this no not really oh no one oh. said anything yeah and he's and it in, was what 12 days ago yeah and he's in big multiple big franchises so if this really was an act of violence to a, a younger woman then i i really think and it's actually it's one company it's warner brothers Warner Brothers would do something about it. They'd be like, "Hey, 
pound sand on the Harry Potter spinoff and pound sand with the flash. Cause the flash has been delayed so much anyway. And there are, there's already a new Batman. Like this movie has been delayed so much by the time his solo comes out, he will have been in three different DCEU movies with two different Batman. So like, yeah. it, I just, at this point, if, if it's truly domestic violence, just cut ties, you could find another flash. Like as much as I love him as the Flash, you could find another Flash. Oh yeah. Another but... thing that's making me question: this happened at 6 p.m. on April 1st. Yes, yes, April Fool's Day. Maybe. Famously, <laughs> when the internet tries to <laughs> fake news, all of yeah. us. I don't know. I, I the mean... birth of Cornhub. <laughs> oh, Cornhub. If it was fake, uh, you. I'm pretty sure they'd come out and make announcements, and I mean, I people doing it would yeah, say, "Hey guys, I didn't actually beat up a woman and choke her out. It was all a joke. It was yeah. all staged. It was. It's kind of, I think it's kind of weird that nothing's yeah. been said about nothing. it. Yeah. I mean, being in a huge franchise, yes, they'd want to save face. They want to make sure, hey, everyone knows our actors and beating on women. Yeah. I mean, I think that's maybe a, kind of a thing that's. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just weird. It's just a weird. It's so like normally weird. with domestic violence, it's pretty cut and dry, and we're like, "Hey, you're a shitty guy. You shouldn't be doing that." But this one, it's weird to where I could see it go either way. Yeah. I could see it legitimately being domestic violence, and I could legitimately see it being a joke, kind of playful, you know, bar or whatever, you, you know. So, yeah, he did seem very slurry though, which yes. makes me worried too, because yes. like. They might have been joking around and playing, and then he, he just like goes for it. He took it a, like one step yeah. too far. Like, yeah. It, yeah. like maybe, you know, she's a weird chick and wanted him to choke her, and then he, <laughs> and then he takes it the next step, and then that's where it becomes yeah. too far. I right? think it's just middle road, like you said. You know, maybe yeah. she was playing along, but maybe she got hurt a little bit. Maybe they settled outside of yeah. all this, and they just want to brush her under the rug. Yeah. All right. Moving on to some sad news. Comic-Con canceled this year. Canceled. Sad. Sad. Sad day. Sad day. Oh, Comic-Con. That's what's what's irritating about, like, I get it. You, you I saw it coming. Like, it, you have yeah. to. You can't have thousands upon thousands of people in the San Diego Convention Center for Comic-Con this year. Hot, sweaty, Ugh. confined. Yes. Not happening. Yes. So, but I still hope we get content that week because that's when all the good content comes out that's when all the big, so. all the big so. movies drop trailers you get um announcements for future movies for like casts and whatnot so hopefully we still get something because that's down the line um when is comic-con usually it's like june or july i hope they do like a streams like schedule so like they yeah. have people still scheduled blocked out so that they could uh, announce stuff yeah so i i, I still hope when whenever Comic Con was supposed to be that that weekend, we still get trailers. Uh, July twenty third to twenty sixth okay. would have been this year. Okay, yeah. So I, I hope at the end of July we get trailers, we get announcements, uh, we we get like a Comic Con light. You know, we sure. get, we get some of the content, um, just not you know the atmosphere. And it's kind of like E three. E three does a, uh, a really good job of like streaming all their announcements and mm -hmm. like having a schedule and yeah. promoting it so yeah yeah because i always Hopefully. i always look forward to that friday of comic-con is when they usually release the walking the new walking dead trailer for the upcoming season in october 
And I'm always, you know, they have like, hey, here's the Hall H panels from 10 to 11. And at, you know, 11, the trailer drops online. So I'm always, you know, I'm usually working that Friday. So I'm usually in my car at 11, just refresh, refresh, refresh on YouTube, trying to find that. So hopefully, you know, we get something. Obviously, it won't be probably a Walking Dead trailer just because season 11 got postponed um, pre-production wise. Um, moving on, just a simple statement um, for you two and the listeners out there watch better call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> that good oh if breaking bad is a perfect 10 better call Saul is a 9.2 to 9.5 and with this caveat he's not even Saul goodman yet he's not even the character you see in breaking bad and it's yeah. that freaking good like it's made by the same people who made Breaking Bad. So it's, you know, it's their baby. They're not taking it off in weird um, spinoff world. Like, it feels like an extension of Breaking Bad. It's sure. so good. And this past season, well, this season, the final episode airs tomorrow of season five. Uh, it, oh, it's just so good. It, it I was pleasantly surprised like i was in from day one just because i like the saw character and the first i'll be the first one to admit the first season season and a half two seasons very slow i didn't like it was enjoyable but it's like uh, it's just not breaking bad but last season this season almost on par with the best season of breaking bad it's nice. it's that good what would you say to a person? I mean, I really like Breaking Bad. Saul wasn't my favorite character. I enjoyed him. I like mm-hmm. him as a side character. I mean, is it still the same guy? Can he? Does yeah. he hold his own? Yeah, I mean, it's, he's he's just getting more to do, but not too much. Like, yes, it's Better Call Saul. It's about Saul Goodman or uh, Jimmy McGill. That's his real name. Uh, but there's other characters. There's other Breaking Bad characters that are just younger, not young, well, yes, quote unquote, younger versions because it's technically a prequel to Breaking Bad, but it's still the same characters. They have um, uh, Gus Fring in it, and he's, the past two seasons, um, is getting more and more to do. Mike's in it, and Mike's, uh, like, if I were to rank screen time, Mike probably gets almost as much screen time as Jimmy does, or or Saul. So, which is good because Mike was one of the better uh, Breaking Bad characters. And so, and then there's other, you know, drug dealers that are in uh, Breaking Bad that are in Better Call Saul. The twins, those Mexican cartel twins, Mm -hmm. they're in it. They do some cool things. Hank and his uh, partner were just in this season for a few episodes. Uh, So, yeah, it's really, really good. And it ties a lot of things in. Like, you see... Where in Breaking Bad, where Saul Goodman's office is, that's a Asian nail salon in Better Call Saul. And so you know, you're like, oh, that's the same complex. That's the same building. Mm-hmm. How does it become his office in Breaking Bad? Like there's things like that. And they still haven't shown. It's still an Asian nail salon right now. And he has a little mm-hmm. office in the back because the owner really likes him. Mm-hmm. You know, thinks he's cute. And <laughs> <laughs> we kind of one of those things. Uh but yeah, and then he has a girlfriend, spoiler alert, he has a girlfriend, now kind of wife, very strange, but she's not in 
Breaking Bad. So what happens to her? How far right. back in time is this before? It doesn't really Bad? say. Yeah. Yeah. And just like with Breaking Bad, there's weird, like you see post Breaking Bad, Saul Goodman. Like when he leaves and, you know, goes to the vacuum cleaner guy and he sends him off to Nebraska, you see that. He's working in, spoiler alert, he's working in a um, Cinnabon in a mall. And you could tell he's just worn down. He they they de or not de age him, but they age him up a bit because he's older, obviously, and he has like a mustache and stuff. He you know in um, what do you call it? Um, uh, when you have to hide someone. Oh, uh, protective services. Uh, 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 it doesn't sound right. Wait, uh, witness protection. Yeah, witness protection. There we go. It, yeah. So it's kind of like similar to that. He's on his own. He's not like, you know, being held by the cops because obviously he did illegal things. He'd be in jail. But it's like it's similar to that. And so they right. leave that in and it's in a different timeline. So it's black and white. So, you know, it's in the future. It's hmm. it's really good. It's really, really good. Um, and just the way that they shoot it, because it's um, uh, Gilliam. What's what's his first name? Gilliam. I forget his first name, but Gil- like Scott Gilliam or something. Some that's not 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 right, but it's some Gilliam. He's the creator of Breaking Bad, and he directs some of it. And it's the same shots. They kind of how they shoot Breaking Bad. That's how they shoot Better Call Saul. So it feels yeah. very hmm. similar. And yeah, it's just phenomenal. Watch it. Uh, all right, moving on to Trailer Park. Devin, did you get a chance? I know you're not caught up but it doesn't really matter with clone wars uh right did you watch the final episode trailer or episode i did it looks did. good uh i had to confess to mickey when he got here i still haven't watched the newest episode which dropped yesterday obviously because i was out drinking and golfing uh <laughs> but the final episodes look fantastic and how many episodes are left mickey do you know uh four four this this is Part of the first set of the four. So there's three left after this one that okay. you haven't seen. Okay. So, yeah. So there's four left. Uh, it just looks fantastic. But, I mean, we all kind of know what happens because it takes place before episode three. Uh, right. So, but, yeah. It, it just – I'm glad that they're getting – Mickey said they're getting back to the war. Yeah. Because the past few episodes are very um, Ahsoka heavy, yeah. which, don't get me wrong, we all love Ahsoka. We're thrilled that she's going to be in Mandalorian season two. But it, I want a little bit more war. I want to fill in some details that are missing between the actual movie, episode two and three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you didn't watch this to start. I've been waiting for years now to, for yeah. this final season and to throw, I count them, five episodes of Ahsoka. Yeah. The last 12 episodes. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, what sucks like for you. Said, I love Ahsoka, but years. I've well, I want to give it to the juice. Yeah, I think, I've, I think I waited like a week for the, the new season because i got i start i started late and got caught up uh so yeah looks good uh, not, not a huge spoiler but episode three is beginning in this last episode you missed oh sweet it, it's it's sweet. rolling into it yeah they kind of showed some of it in the, the that initial trailer yeah, was in we trailer. got um so you knew they were going to be weaving in uh episode three into it which is cool you get to see some kind of you know quote unquote behind the scenes of episode Other three stuff, happening. Yeah, stuff yeah. you didn't see um I kind of threw this in last minute because I saw it last minute, but go check this out, guys, after the podcast. Uh, it's a movie called Capone. 
starring so like al capone al capone obviously. starring tom hardy as a very old al capone interesting so it's like are they gonna flash back and forth you think uh it didn't show any in the trailer like the movie looks amazing it's it'll start streaming may 12th that's all it said so i think it may be like a at-home purchase not like on like a netflix or a hulu it didn't have any of those logos on there but it has from what i got off of it it's al capone in his later years like i said but like senile kind of going crazy al capone like it looked oh. like it looked like a thriller. Like it's Al Capone, he's staring up in the sky and he sees like an airplane and just from like that shot you kind of think like is that the feds spying on me? Like it, it's him like going crazy thinking mm. he's being watched. Well, he is being it, watched because it shows cops in vans, you know, with the headsets on, but so obviously someone's wearing a wire in his house. And there's this one scene where there's this guy and he's like walking in a house that's pitch black and it kind of feels like he's the spy. And then all of a sudden this match gets lit and it's Tom Hardy, Al Capone. And he just lights his little uh, cigar and just stares at him in like an angry face. Hmm. It, look, it, it, oh, it, just, it looks so good. Like Tom. Hardy's it definitely like, looks like they're going to like, it's going to take the whole arc of Al Capone is what it looks like. I'm yeah. just like watching it right now, but you can tell they flash Back. Yeah, there's, it shows him. But with, I'm wondering you know, how much Tom they're gonna, done. how much of the end they're gonna do, because like the end would be really, really interesting if they just flash back and then go back to what the yeah. current time as he's super paranoid. Yeah, I guess I'm not be a really huge good. Al Capone historian, but I'm not uh, either. Well, I, a question: Did, He went to Alcatraz, right? Did yeah. he die in Alcatraz? I thought. Uh, no, he he got out when he was old. I don't think he died in Alcatraz. I don't either. know. I don't know about that. Like, I just know of Al Capone and that, yes, hmm. at one point he spends time in Alcatraz. Um, he died in Florida. Florida? Okay. And see, that's where this it, movie takes place. So so maybe uh, this is after... Yeah, oh, my phone. Did, when did he, he get died out of a heart attack at age 48. Does it say when he got out of Alcatraz? Uh, I'm assuming he got a quite, a, quite a long sentence. Yeah, let me see. He was only in Alcatraz for four and a half years, got out in 1938, or 39. He died in 1947. And so, like, Capone famously has had syphilis, which uh, destroys your brain, like deteriorates your brain. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense that in this depiction, it was what it looks like, is that he's slowly devolving, Mm -hmm. like, into madness. Yeah, yeah, and Tom Hardy's the perfect, cast for that oh like, yeah like i would have never said that like, like if you would have came up to me six months ago and you're like hey jc tom hardy's gonna play al capone and like nah. like i'm sure he'll do a great job because tom hardy doesn't make or bad, nah, i'm not gonna say he doesn't make bad movies he doesn't uh, act bad like if the if, if it's if he's in a bad movie it's not because of tom hardy like he's a fantastic actor mm-hmm. but i just wouldn't have put those two together but seeing it i'm like oh it's this is awesome. Yeah, so, sounds okay, so he was still in prison, but it was like a medical prison. Hmm. So that's why he got moved out of Alcatraz because he was like not in good health, it looked like. So yeah. they moved him to a jail in Florida where it's more of like a hospital jail. All right. Uh, Devin, do you have five good seconds of wrestling? I do. Sweet. Hold on. Let's hit the timer. You ready? Yep. Okay. 
WWE laid off 15 superstars, the most surprising being Rusev and the club. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> um, so I was looking through this list, okay? Uh, Kurt Angle's on here, but he's old and has a lot of health issues, so that one didn't really surprise me. Uh, but Rusev, uh, for those unfamiliar with the wrestling world, Rusev was a pretty big middle-like of the road character they've been having for years. Um, and then the club are basically AJ Styles' henchmen. They were really, really, really big in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just never caught on when they came back here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got. It's it, This is like people are acting like this uh, because of the coronavirus and stuff. This yeah. is the, the yearly time for WWE to basically lay everybody off. Yeah. So... All wasn't right. too shocking. All right. Mickey, you want to do a quick uh, Talking Dead 2 electric boogaloo? Let's do it. All right. What do you think of uh, Season 10... That we have seen so far, mm-hmm. missing one episode. Well, uh, I, I'm well. Let's just say I'm excited to see how they wrap it up. They've done a good job leading up to this. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting to see what happens. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be pretty big, like you said. It's gonna be big. Uh, I'm predicting multiple decent to main character deaths in this one. Really? Yes. Like we're not, there's going to be multiple deaths, but they're not going to trick you like and give you like someone from Oceanside dying that we don't give two shits about. Like it'll be, uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but like, let's say if the least or the person we give the shit about the least that dies is like a character like Luke, who is, I don't think he's going to die, but someone who's kind of newer, he's getting some decent screen time. But as a newer character, and then I think there's going to be one where they date back to season five. Hmm. So a long-standing character. So you think in our our death pools are going to so be our, fulfilled? Um. So going back, uh, the death pools that we have: uh, Cornhole uh, from Quack Talks predicted King Ezekiel, Beta, and Negan. As of right now, those three characters are still alive. As of episode fifteen of season ten. King Ezekiel does have cancer, though. So that's looking pretty good for Cornhole. But the stipulation was this is just season 10. So King Ezekiel has to die this in this next episode for well, I mean, for that to count. Does it count if he dies in, to, in between the seasons? Nope. He's just not in the next season? Nope, does not count. He has to die he, on screen? By the time episode 16 concludes, Ezekiel has to be dead. Not bit, but dead for that to count. Beta's still alive. He's easily could be killed in mm-hmm. episode 16. Negan, I mean, it's The Walking Dead. Anybody can die. But he's sitting the best right now for living. So I don't... I, I like to throw those curveballs, though, do. when you think they're they safe. They do. Um, I have Rosita, Father Gabriel, and Alpha. Spoiler alert, Alpha's dead. So I got one right so far. The other two are still alive. Um, I think so one of them... One of them could go. I have. What are the other two? Rosita and who? Rosita and Father Gabe. 
Thank you, Father Gabriel. I'm not spoiling anything, but I am like 99% sure one of those two goes in this next episode. Rosita's already passed her, I don't want to say prime, but she was supposed to die on the Pike scene. So she's, you know, lived longer than her comic book counterpart. Uh, You have Mickey, you have uh, Yumiko, Father Gabriel, and Daryl. Yumiko is pretty safe because she's out on the road right now. It's not safe on the road. It's not, but it, there's not a million walker horde coming at her like the rest of the people. Uh, Father Gabriel is in the mix of that horde. And Daryl, like I said, never Darryl's been he's never been safer. He's got a movie lined up. He's <laughs> he got to get off movie lined up. Like I told you, Mickey, <laughs> the most, the when it looks like Daryl's in the most danger, never been safer. They're when whenever they decide to kill Daryl Dixon, it will be a shock bullet bolt out of nowhere death. It's not going to be They're just trying to get your butt to pucker. Yeah, all. yeah, that's all it is. It's it's because ever since season uh, probably probably 3 or 4, it's if Daryl dies, we riot. <laughs> now the writers cuz people made such a big fuss of that. Now the writers since then are just fucking with you. He's been shot multiple times. He's been um, tortured and held captive, like night fights with giants. Yeah, like yeah. they're just messing with you because they're like, "Hey, we could kill him," but they're not. Like I said, so it'll be a, it'll be if they decide to ever kill him, it'll be like the most shocking death on, like the way he dies will is, be shocking. Is that the one thing that'll get you to stop watching Walking no, Dead? No, if no, he no, dies. no. I'm committed. I'm t- ten seasons. What if they right now? very unceremoniously kill him? No. It's just some random person just, like, shoots him in the back of the head, and they just, like, pan, they just keep going. Like, nothing happens. No, no, I'm still anything. watching it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm still, I, as much as I love my boy Norman, I'm, I'm still watching it. Um, so, yeah, but no. Uh, well, what's crazy about this season, because I'm a comic book reader, is normally, since ep- episode one of season one, they followed a very kind of straightforward time frame like hey this happens in the comics this happens in the show season 10 they're kind of crossing streams if you will uh that group with eugene that goes off to go find spoiler alert the commonwealth um that happens after the whisperer war in the comics but in the tv show it's happening with the whisperer war so it, it they're moving things up like them going off to find this person that uh Eugene talks to on the radio that happens after the whisper war so technically that that should happen in season 11 so they're kind of moving things up which is surprising because there's not a lot of content left from the comics the commonwealth is the last real arc of the comics and then it, they stopped it so i mean technically wow. I mean, Scott M. Gimple's came out saying Walking Dead's going on past season 12. Technically, after season 11, they're out of content. Everything after that is fresh, freshly made up new content, which I'm excited for. Yeah. Because I kind of regret reading ahead in the comics as much as great as the comics were. Things get spoiled to you. And yes, they they tweak things because actors can't leave a comic book. The the writer and drawer, you know, laid everything out. Yeah, and so Rick's still alive. Well, no, yeah, it's in the comics past this part because 
Andrew Lincoln can't leave a comic book because Andrew Lincoln doesn't exist in the comic book. You know, it's it's the character Rick Grimes. It'll give him freedom to parents do whatever yeah. they want. So yeah, and I so, can see and so like I still seeing I still see whenever they decide to end The Walking Dead, um, they will end it the same way that the comics uh, ended, but we'll get to see the things that happened in between time because there was a massive time jump at the for the final issue. So we'll get to see what happens from the second to last issue to the last issue. Doesn't it all really end with old man Carl though? Yeah. But you could tweak that like I said name someone else. Old old woman Judith. Yeah. Because Judith died in the comics, but not in the show. Carl died in the show, but not in the comics. So things like that happen. You know, uh, uh Daryl doesn't exist in the comics, but exists in the show. Uh, uh, Dwight dies in the comics, but is on a, a completely different spinoff show. So, so he's he's not going to get his comic book death because he's off in his own world that has nothing to do with the comics. So it's it's interesting the way that they're you know kind of going forward with this. And as long as it's kept up, like season nine and ten have arguably be, been the best two seasons of Walking Dead. Like it, it, they're so good. Like I, especially after Rick left, which three, four years ago, I would have never said. Yeah, it's very surprising. Like if you said, if you told me, "Hey, Rick's leaving, but the show's going to continue," I'm like, "Oh, here we go. Here's the decline." You know, and yes, the show is declining ratings wise, but that's just because we have different options of streaming. So it's just, it's just the signs of the times where you're not going to get eight. You're never, no show's ever going to get eight million viewers ever again. Because people are uh, cord cutting and not getting AMC and other TV shows, mm-hmm. so but get still they're they're still going about three to four million um, viewers an episode, which is fantastic, you know, for a a non what do you call that cable entity like you know your standard free channels two through twelve or whatever, you know you have to pay to get AMC. So those channels always get less viewers than, you know, a Channel 2 or a Fox on Channel 12. Just because, you, you know, you can't get AMC with rabbit ears like you can with the other channels. Should they start throwing Walking Dead on one of the streaming services? Well, it fears on... Fears what? on Hulu. Hulu. Walking Dead's on Netflix. So, I mean, you can still watch that, but that doesn't... Those numbers never add up to the live viewership. Um, but it's what's always fascinating for me is so i listen to a a strictly walking dead podcast and they talk about viewers per episode they'll be like hey season 10 episode 8 got this many viewers and it's always weird that the mid-season finale and the finale always and the premiere always have more viewers like so like episode 15 i forget how many viewers it got let's just say 3 million Mm -hmm. episode 16 is going to get 4 million like guaranteed, and I, I just I don't get the flux. So I mean, the only thing I can think of that means is people are just watching it illegally or another time, and they're just now. No, illegally wouldn't count for viewerships, um, but it would be binging, like they record it, and they just wait. They stack up four or five episodes, and then watch four or five episodes. So they're technically behind. They get caught up, watch the finale live. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah they just yeah. not watching it live regularly. Yeah, they're they're watching always... it somewhere else. They're streaming it. They're that's watching it legally, but then they're tuning in. Me. And because I, I I doubt that all these people are just not watching any of the other episodes and just tuning in to see the final episode of a season that 
They have even I don't know. Have you that talked game. to JC? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's, uh, I, did, I, did, I did that with <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> but that was just kind of to be a dick. Because yeah. <laughs> I have no interest in ever watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it was a decent um, Talking Dead 2 electric boogaloo. Uh, did you do a top five, Mickey? I did. Sweet. Did you do a top five, Devin? Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, this is a good one, isn't it? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get into it. All right, this week's top five is top five Batman characters you wish that they had their own solo movie. Mm-hmm. So kind of like Harley Quinn with Birds of Prey, where she's a Batman character. Batman had nothing to do with Birds of Prey. Like, yes, Batman. Joker. Yeah, yeah, joke, Joker. Batman can. I'm not saying Batman can't be in any of these movies, but he's not going to be the main character. He's going to yes. be kind of like he was in Suicide Squad, the first one. Yeah. He's in it briefly, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but it's it's having to do with these characters. So, mm-hmm. uh, are, you, are you the cornhole of um, Cheers 2, I Devin? believe so. Okay. I believe so. Okay. So, Devin, as with tradition, mm-hmm. what, what's your number five? Killer Croc. I like that. So, Killer Croc, big giant human as a crocodile, basically, yes. in the sewers. That sounds like an amazing horror movie to me. It does. And, but, so, uh, Suicide Squad Killer Croc or CGI Hulk? Oh, I, no. CGI <laughs> Big Boy yes, Killer Croc. Yes. I, so, I love Killer Croc. He did not make my top five. But I, the character Killer Croc, I love. I would want an Arkham Asylum type killer croc to where he's mm-hmm. all cg that exact scene man yes. oh my god he's a big hulking monster compared to just a dude with a lot of makeup on like they did in suicide squad would you right and like you could even start when he was a human yes. evolve yes. into yes. a yes. monster say, do you want yes. a transformation yeah you could almost do like a dr jekyll mr hyde-esque yeah. movie with killer yeah. croc he's morphing his totally. body yeah. as well as his mind starting to go and yep he's getting yep. Mm-hmm. i like that that's a solid one all right mickey your number five. My number five. Devin, you'll like this. A Damian Wayne movie. I, oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I want to see... I don't, I don't know a ton about Damian Wayne, yeah. but I think the dynamic of being raised by Tali El Ghul in yeah. the movie and then having Batman step in and try yeah. to kind of rehabilitate him and show him the right yeah. the right way of things. Yeah, you can easily You know what's funny, though? As much as I love Damian... Not, not on yours? Only made honorable mention from Ooh, There you go. Yeah. And he's like one of my favorite characters, yeah. but I don't think you'd have to do a lot more around the Batman, Batman. world before you can hit Damien. Yeah. yeah. No. You, oh, yeah. You, you have would to... have to have a Batman universe and do a Batman, do a Batman and Robin, Dick Grayson Robin, do a Nightwing, do multiple mm-hmm. Bat, just Batman universe movies. Because otherwise it doesn't to... make sense because a big yeah. part of Damien is he doesn't get along with Dick Grayson. Yeah. So yeah, no, I but I love it to where it's a, it's a it's a parent movie, it's the right. ult, the ultimate good is the dad in Batman, and then you have Talia Al Ghul and her dad Roz uh, as the bad guys, and yeah. it's like uh, which you know it's the it's the angel and devil on Damien's shoulder. And I won't even say Batman probably is a great father there. Yeah, like, no, he's not. Yeah. No, but no, I mean, yeah, that's not. where the I guess drama could come in. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. All right. My number five, Mr. Freeze. Yeah. 
Shut up, Mickey. Not I Arnold. Think, <laughs> Not Arnold. I think Arnold's getting old. I don't think he's, he's going to be able to It's cold in here. Oh, 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 I'm yeah, back, I, baby. I say. Oh, no. Um, uh, you, it's just the Mr. Freeze character with his tragic backstory. Like really, just it would be really good. Just that movie to where, I mean, you can have a Joker-esque movie to where he doesn't fully become Mr. Freeze till the last 20 minutes of the movie. You could easily do that movie. Have a two-hour movie, and the first hour 40 is just this tragic love story of him and his dying wife and him trying to figure out a way to save her. And then at the very end, you get Mr. Freeze. Yeah. I mean... It always in my mind, he's not a villain. He's doing everything for his wife. I mean, he's. It's, well, we're not. We're not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, just, just, I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. I mean, because there's not a lot of movies. I mean, Joker, he's kind of a bad guy where yep. he kind of focus on yep. just someone that's completely evil to the core. Yeah. But I mean, they could easily pull so it it's off. A twist. So it could be like a M. Night Shyamalan. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Oh. Freeze. I mean, the, he is blue. <laughs> the twist <laughs> is he becomes a bad guy at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, he's a. Oh, God. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Oh, God. You, now I'm just envisioning oh, an no. M. Night Shyamalan Mr. Freeze movie. So many, oh, God. So many twists. <laughs> that don't make sense either. Yes. Yeah, just random stuff. Uh, great <laughs> twist is just the whole movie. You think this guy is Mr. Freeze at the end. Arnold walks in. Oh. That's the he wasn't Mr. Freeze the whole time. Uh, all right, Why are you stealing my character? <laughs> all right, Devin, what's your number four? Okay, you guys probably aren't going to be as familiar with this character, but I'll, I'll explain it. Um, Stephanie Brown. Mm. So she's the daughter of a villain named Clue Master. Okay, I know Clue Master. So that would be the like beginning of the movie, her growing up uh-huh. the daughter of a villain. Yeah. She eventually like turns vigilant like a good vigilante called Spoiler, which I think she's she is now in the comic books as well. Okay. Um, as a teenager, her and Robin are like kind of a duo thing. Okay. And then she eventually becomes Batgirl. Oh. Okay. Um like but that. to have it eventually taken back from Barbara. So I just think that whole arc of growing up under a villain mm-hmm. getting to basically the pinnacle of like being a vigilante to have it then taken away from you. Yeah. And you have to go out on your own would be really interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have never heard of her, but that's, I love it. That's a fantastic, uh, that'd be a fantastic movie. Like, and just like you said, a perfect arc of, uh, raised bad, technically to mm-hmm. kind of breaking out of father's shadow and being her own woman and um choosing you know the good guy's side so yeah i like that um all right mickey your number four number four dick grayson nightwing movie okay uh, solid i'm down i mean Lo- it, love it could just be in the same vein as batman yeah. he's just a. I mean he's just he's just more, batman more relatable i mean he's yeah. more charismatic he talks <laughs> yeah. a little bit more yeah. i mean He's charming, I guess, and I think it could he be a pretty charming. good movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. I like it. I like it. I mean, Dick Grayson's one of my favorite Robins. I love the character Nightwing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's – I love it. I love it, Mickey. All right. My number four, Victor Zaz. It's a horror movie. Oh, yeah. It would be. Yeah. It would just be a slasher of just him just yeah. killing people left and right. 
and uh, he you can have Batman like kind of chasing him like to where you can kind of after you know so many murders and crime sprees going on from Victor you can kind of be like you could kind of cut do a quick Batman scene kind of or at the very end he could just be caught like you you don't see Batman chasing him but you see Victor like eluding him and hiding and doing right. other weird things and yeah it, i would even go like newscasts saying stuff about yeah, him and yeah, not yeah. even batman just have gordon be his foil yeah, on that yeah yeah, yeah that's true yeah, gordon, gordon him down takes him. And just zaz outwitting him yeah all right all right Devin. uh your number three clayface Ooh, i like that i didn't think of that okay so for those unfamiliar with clayface's backstory it's basically the like basis of a horror movie he's like this old actor who was really really famous in a movie and then his movie gets rebooted and he starts like basically serial killing all the people in this new movie as the old villain Mm, okay have you ever seen uh the movie the thing yes yes i i think that could make make for a great movie a villain that changes shape you don't know who's yeah. who you, you, your person right next to you could be the killer i think that can make for just an amazing uh, psychological like the paranoia thriller. you could see with the oh, other yeah. people in the movie as he keeps getting his kill count higher yeah i mean it'd be really crazy i like that i just popped in towards the tail end but yes like the thing uh, that would yeah. be a fantastic style to to do clayface in oh yes all right mickey you're number three My number three uh slade wilson deathstroke movie Ooh, Deathstroke's probably one of my favorite villains. Yes. I, I don't think he started with Batman, but I, I like him with the foils of Batman. He's pretty much just a bad Batman. He's just a skilled. Mm-hmm. He's an assassin. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really care. It's all about the money, and I think it would make for a great villain. Yeah, it would be uh, just a, a hitman assassin movie. Yeah. That's all it would be. Uh, and whenever, whenever Slade's in shows or whatever, it's always awesome. So, like, having a, a movie about just him would be so so awesome yeah all right my number three dick grayson nightwing yes i I just i love nightwing like everything you said mickey uh that would be just a fantastic just like it's a batman movie but it's like a a light batman movie. well so are you guys where would you pick up in this night yeah it would be after his time as robin he would be okay, so we you'd have to have these movies of him as Robin. Yes, first. yes, yeah. yes. Okay. It would be later on. Uh, it would, I would I would probably say it is. Are you talking the transformation from Robin to Nightwing, like that yeah. struggle? Yeah, you okay. could. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, you could like that would be like kind of the beginning of the movie. Like maybe the previous movie, you can kind of feel that hey, he's yeah. straining he's, a relationship yeah, with Batman. He's reaching the final yeah. end of his. I role need to. As, uh, as, as I need to get. Robin. I need to get you guys my DC password because yes, they're. Uh, if you watch Titans, I need to watch Titans. Uh, Grayson kind of goes through a little bit of that. Yeah. So like he's just getting out on his own, but he still has his Robin costume and he mm. struggles with like letting go and moving on. Yeah. And like not asking for Bruce's help anymore. Yeah, it's really, really well done. So like a movie form would be great. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would love that. Uh, all right, Devin, your number two. Uh, Barbara Gordon. Um, so obviously starting from her time as Batgirl and then mm-hmm. the Killing Joke era yep. into Oracle. Oracle, I think okay. would be the best movie. Yes, 
Yes, you. I'm gonna skip Mickey real quick. That was my number two. Uh, yeah, it's I. I just put down Batgirl. Um, yeah. I, I can go either way with her. I love both characters, Batgirl and Oracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see. I would love like a a half and half movie where at the beginning it's just picking up with her being Batgirl, and sure. and then you get into a killing joke type movie and she gets shot becomes paralyzed and becomes oracle and then the back half it's kind of her struggling to accept and yeah that that she's never gonna be batgirl again because she's paralyzed from the waist down and and having to still wanting to help batman still wanting to help gotham and becoming oracle and then, then kind of becoming like a tech thriller towards the end where at the beginning yeah. it's just you well know, then oracle a comic book uh, action a movie. movie on its own too yeah yeah you could yeah. easily you could you could do both you could easily just do a full-fledged batgirl movie and then you could do a full-fledged oracle movie all you want but a nice little mixture of both would be awesome because you know you get that tragedy in the middle of mm-hmm. batgirl getting taken away from her i yeah. i have an idea i mean a lot of people i don't think know that batgirl it becomes oracle I think an interesting movie could be, at least for mainstream, I can say, yeah. uh, have a, a movie about Oracle, like, just, like, trying to track down Joker. Cat, I mean, she can't do it physically, but, like, searching for it and have it, like, intercut with Batgirl also yeah. chasing him down. And, like, at the end twist, be like, well, they're two different time periods. It's jumping two back different in time. Timelines. That'd be and really at the cool. end, That'd be cool. it's the killing joke, pretty much, seeing yeah. that you, you find out that joker knocks out down the door shoots her in the back and yeah. this is just later it's taking kinda place like a, kind of like a west write it down mickey yeah <laughs> kind of like a west world yeah. season one where <laughs> yeah totally you, you don't really know it's two different time frames well, obviously but this one this one this okay. one you would because one she's paralyzed one she's not but you can intertwine you can intertwine them to where uh, it would fit not as great as Westworld. Because uh, that, that's the twist at the very end. It's, oh, shit, these are, it feels like it's just one straight story, mm-hmm. but they're years apart. Yeah. And there's the same characters played by different people. You could have, like, mm-hmm. Oracle calling in, telling him, like, updating. Well, you never, like, really think show is... Oracle completely, too, yeah. would be smart. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could show Oracle. I just wouldn't say show Batgirl under yeah. a mask. and have, yeah, like, Batgirl Oracle talking to someone. Like, you think she's talking to Batgirl <laughs> in the past, but yeah. it turns out it's, it's actually Batman or something. Yeah. That'd and just cool. different sure. time frames. That'd yeah. be cool. All right, Mickey, your number two. My number two. Uh, Asriel movie. Okay, I like that. Uh, I like that. My only knowledge of Azrael is from the Arkham games. Uh, I really loved him in that. I think uh, I heard in the comics he took over for Batman for a mm-hmm. while, but yep. yes, yeah, just having yeah, a different person that's, yep. from what I understand, a little bit more kind of brutal, is he? Yes, yes. Than Batman? And yes. Uh, just... So, yeah, you could easily do, like, if you were to do, like, an MCU-style franchise, you could have a Batman movie where it's Nightfall, and he become, he gets his back broken by Bane, and then in the next movie, it's an Azrael movie, but it ties into the Batman from the previous movie, and it's just him taking on the Batman mm-hmm. mantle as Bruce is dealing mm-hmm. with a shattered back from Bane. Ooh. So when they team up, so yeah, okay. so yeah, you, you can. That's easily... how I view a lot of these movies is through that lens mm-hmm. of the well, yeah. if this was in a universe, yeah, how yeah. would it, how would X tie into into Y and right. Z? And so yeah, I like that. All right, Devin, your number one. Dick Grayson, but a different time than yours. 
So Batman, Dick Grayson? So the transition of when Bruce is really, really hurt. Uh-huh. And I can't remember it's what uh, era it is. But Bruce is like basically away mm-hmm. taking a sabbatical. He's older. And Dick has to take the mantle of Batman from him and watching the struggle to shed into being Batman. Yeah, because you basically, it's, you don't want villains to know Batman's away. So you, right. you have to act like Bruce, even though Dick is not Bruce. And he, it, right. and if it was just in a different world where it's like, hey, uh, Bruce relinquishes the title to Dick and Dick can be his own Batman. Like that would be right. a completely different story. You, it, it would, you would want, he would do things differently, but this story, he would have to bite the bullet and be like, oh, I can't act the way I want to act. I have to kind of act like Bruce and try to find that fine line. Cause that's, that would be a struggle. And it'd be a really heavy, like leaning on Alfred movie too. I yeah. think where it would be a lot of consulting with Alfred and asking for advice and all this, not necessarily like Batman action movie kind of thing. It's more of this like mental struggle that Dick would be going through. Yeah. And then like having the interactions with uh, villains where they can totally tell it's not Bruce Yeah. and hit like them calling him out. Yeah. Like like Joker. Joker would know five seconds in the talking yeah. to Dick that it's not Bruce. Yeah. I, I would love a scene where, uh, Dick Grayson Batman shows up to like confront Joker and Joker mm. just like looks at him, like turns around. It's like, just co- completely ignores yeah, him. Like, yeah. I don't care about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not Bruce. Yeah. Even though he doesn't know who that Batman yeah, is. Yeah. He Bruce, won't say Bruce, but, but he like, still knows. Uh, so, like, he's like, yeah, yeah, get out of here. Like he can call him like junior or something. Like get out of here. Junior. You get a, you get a chin job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do a job. There you go. Or like, where's daddy bat? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, Mickey, your number one. My number one, a Robin Oracle movie. A combo. Yeah. In particular, a Tim Drake movie. Okay. Ooh, Tim Drake's a good character. Yeah. I'm surprised you're the only one with Tim Drake yeah. on there. That's surprising. Yeah, Tim Drake, my favorite Robin. I think it could be a great dyma- dyma- dynamic because, uh, uh, well, I mean, Oracle always shot by Joker. I have Joker in the movie. Mm-hmm. And didn't Tim mm-hmm. Drake like almost like marry or he did end up marrying Oracle? Yeah. I think they're in a relationship yes. having that. So. Uh, kind of combo of Tim Drake having to hold back as Robin, but I mean, you're going to be fighting against the person that crippled your wife. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, trying to kind of yeah go out. That'd be a good one. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a good one. All right. My number five. This should one. Uh, one, sorry. Uh, this should, shouldn't surprise anybody. Scarecrow. Yeah. Again, just a psychological horror movie of him just torturing people scaring the shit out of people all that stuff and you don't really need batman in there um, no to do that movie so yeah and having i would i like very freddy krueger-esque yes and i would want that style i would want an arkham style of scarecrow not the scarecrow we saw in batman begins not the Mm -hmm. scarecrow we see in the animated series or any of the other cartoons oh yeah i would want um the hypodermic needles. Gloves. Oh yeah, I want to see that in real live uh, action. I want to see that style, like the gas mask, mask style scarecrow. That's my favorite scarecrow. Uh, so yeah, I'd want something like that, and just that would be crazy to see. Like if you're just walking down the street and you stumble upon that, like that's much more scarier than a dude in a burlap sack or 
you know, <laughs> the fucking actual scarecrow looking one from the anime. The actual series. scarecrow who looks like a scarecrow. Yeah, like yeah, it's not very scary, but that one, like yeah, like what? Not even the 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 scare gas. Like not even having that. Like just his physical appearance would scare the shit out of everybody. And then you have the gas to where you start tripping. Yeah, and you seeing don't know scary when you're things. slipping yeah. into a different reality. Yeah, you really. don't know where you're at. At any given time, yeah, that would be, and then that would be, you could use that as the story plot to where you think, like, maybe you have, like, the main character besides, like, the antagonist to Scarecrow, whoever it is, whether it's just, like, a cop, Jim Gordon, you could easily do Jim Gordon, and you're seeing it through Jim's perspective, but you don't know, you you think it's one way, but it's that um, unreliable storyteller, where the whole time, he he could be under the gas, and you don't find that out. Till the very end, so yeah, that would be fantastic. Oh yeah, I like that. Yep. All right. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions, Devin? Of course. What do you got? I've got uh, Damien, obviously. Yep. Uh, Two Face, I think, would be really, really good. That'd be. Uh, they kind of touched a little bit in Batman Begins, but I think if they completely focus on Harvey at the whole movie, yes, it would be good. You, you could easily do a cop movie. Just have yeah, it totally. Be like a just a normal your standard cop movie and at the very end he becomes two-faced like you see him being maybe rising the ranks starting at the very bottom and working his way up to district attorney and then the fall tragedy yeah Yeah. to two-face uh speaking of tragedy i think this one should like it was really close to being five uh jason todd he's my honorable mention that uh, watching him die yes. would be like the climax yeah. and then the revival into red hood and the madness would mm-hmm. be obviously the end of the movie which would go into another one yeah. but you could, you, that i think could, that that arc would be crazy that could easily be a trilogy to where yeah. the first yeah. movie is him as robin and then at the very or no not even him off the streets where yeah, Bruce well, takes him in. Yeah, yeah. You, that's where you start the movie. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. as you're building towards the end, he's Robin, Robin, Robin. And then all of a sudden he gets captured by Joker and just gets the shit beat out of him and dies. And yeah. then like that's where you end credits. He's dead. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you have a post-credits scene. Into crazy Red Hood. Yes, yeah. in, into Red Hood. Uh, movie two is bad guy Red Hood. And right. then three is the vigilante Red Hood, where he's you know walking that fine line, kind of, of like the Punisher, yeah, being yeah. bad, doing bad things, but kind of good. Like you can yeah. justify, like like the Punisher, he yeah, he's killing people, but you can justify him killing people, and he would be the good guy of the third movie. I got your director, the Russos. They did it with oh, yeah. Ka- uh, Bucky. I mean, Bucky yep. was the sidekick, the plucky guy. Second one, he turned pretty much evil. Yeah. Third one, he. Redemption, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Russos can do anything. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right, my last one's uh, Hush. I don't know if you guys yes. are familiar with Hush, Hush, but it's a great character. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'd agree with that. That'd be a solid one. Uh, what about you, Mickey? I have two. Uh, Black Mask, the first one. Yes. You have uh, Ewan nope. McGregor now. You could even use him. Yep. But yeah, I love a mafia movie, a crazy yep. guy. And then uh, second one is uh, Condiment King. I would love to see a condiment oh, king movie. Oh, I mean, geez. my biggest question is Sriracha. Is that a condiment? I mean, which it ones is he going to use? It is a condiment. Is he a hey, I didn't even put my favorite on, on here, Calendar Man. I mean, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I cheated with one of mine, um, but I don't feel so bad now with one of Devin's picks. Terry McGinnis. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's it's uh, Technically, yes, it's Batman, but it's a different Batman. It's not Bruce Wayne. 
So I considered I because I probably should have spe- uh, specified in the top five. <laughs> Bruce, I cheated. Bruce Wayne, Batman. Uh, so yeah, it's old. He, he, you know, he's Bruce's a uh, side character. You know, he's helping him out, but it's that you know young street punk, um, kind of rising up the ranks and becoming Batman. Uh, Jason Todd, obviously, that would just be a fantastic trilogy of movies. Um, and yeah, that's basically it for me. Uh, Poison Ivy would be a good one. You know, villain, yeah, I thought about it. Villain wise, I, I, I just know. don't know how that would work. Uh, e- eco terrorist. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's relatable. You I mean, she doesn't care about humanity. Yeah, man. well, I, I don't really care if the character doesn't care about humanity. Yeah, you just make her an eco terrorist, and you know, Gordon has to stop her, or Nightwing has to stop her, or someone other than Batman has to stop her. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. hard to make a main character that you can't relate to. Yeah. Yeah. I can't relate to Scarecrow, but I still want to see it. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely a good villain. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. if we're doing main characters. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's really it. Um, do you two have anything else to throw in before we wrap it up? No. Yeah, I'm good. Awesome. Well, thank you guys, uh, guys for listening. Um, we don't really know when we'll be back. It's all kind of depending on, you know, news thanks to the rona everything's just kind of negative so usually we we try to shoot for every two weeks but like this episode it's a little bit longer than two weeks so the next one may be you know three weeks away it just all kind of depends on uh when we can collect enough news to actually do a you know our podcast so awesome other than that thank you uh mickey for joining us thanks for having me yeah uh have a good one guys cheers cheers